my dad said in the interview that I sh- that he had to quit like uh, objectifying women in order to have a different relationship with them in order to you know have a relationship with a woman does that mean I got to stop masturbating you know just thinking about sexualizing women I stopped looking at porn I haven't looked at porn for a while um here I am the god smiled on me for many years there are definitely people with better genes Brad Pitt it's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me but I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't then I won't be able to speak to you how you doing? so weird That, my friends, is the key to winning any girl's heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah? And I remember it. Oh, good. Are you kidding me? You are not winning their hearts. You're torturing them, and they end up hating you. Actually, D, they end up loving me more than they ever thought was possible. And you set it up so you can get these chicks back at any time, huh? That's exactly right, Charlie. You're really picking up on this. I'm proud of you, bud. Okay, there's no way that girl's going to come back to you after what you just put her through. Oh, I could absolutely get that girl back anytime I want. I just choose not to. I 100% guarantee you this girl's finished with you. Well, I take that as a challenge, D, and I accept that challenge. I'll have her back by the end of the day. Yeah, D, you just don't get it, okay? This is what men do. Yeah. Men. This is what men do. Yeah. This is yeah. men stuff, yeah. 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 Howdy do, brosifs and brosifines, Yoni Wolf here. I'm trying a new thing starting today, starting yesterday, uh, no jacking off. Now, this is related to the, the last the episode of The Wandering Wolf, the Brent Weinbach episode. As per our conversation, I'm going to try not jerking off so much uh, and see if that helps uh, in some, some areas of my life, sex sex life and, and uh, et cetera. So, uh, it, but it's hard to keep myself away from myself. Uh, you know, and it's not that I'm irresistible. Uh, it's more like the others. There's the wolf self and the sheep self, and the wolf self is frightening and aggressive. And uh, frankly, he's he's after the other self. Uh, and it's hard to keep myself away from myself. This rapist son of a bitch is uh, is out to get himself. Because I see, I see a little thing and it sets me off. I might see a photograph of, of some hot girl online that I've been talking to or something. Or uh, I might see a, 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 a lady on the street. This is, a, this is sick. You, Yoni, you sick. I need, I need, uh, I need the, what's her name from Curb? Always around to just tell me how I am. You sick fuck. It's true, but you know what? It's it's it's. I'm working on it. It, it. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Well, yeah, Brent Weinbach, as wise as he is, is is not the only one who says this. This is you know the fucking ancient 
Chinese <laughs> mystics. I don't really know. Ancient fucking uh, Taoist, you know, mystic people. Confucius says. Uh, no, but I, I did read this. Uh, I read it in a book a long time ago, and then I read it online recently that a man of, you know, how often you should you should bust a nut. And a man, apparently, like, it depends on your age. And I'm, I'm 34 now. I'm getting older. It's not, I'm not the fucking, you know, uh, virulent ute that I used to be. I'm not filling up with, with semen, you know, after fucking six minutes after busting one it's just not like that anymore so i have to conserve energy this is this go this this is for all aspects of your life you you know uh, and my sister's boyfriend also talks about this chi and all this business because he's all into he's he's like a uh you know tai chi and uh you know whatever energies energies all this stuff so many things in my life are, are coming together to uh push me into that direction into the direction of non-touch or you can touch just don't bust so yeah that's what i'm working on now i i've calculated a man of 30 is supposed to go every eight days and a man of 40 is supposed to go every 10 days so i'm going every nine days um i think that those were the yeah so basically next Tuesday you can you know you can set your clock and just assume that I am going to explode <laughs> all over the place wherever I am I'll be in New York actually uh, for this Elliot Smith tribute show uh, not to sexualize that situation uh, because it's it's a great honor to have been asked to do that but that's Monday night and uh, yeah, so Tuesday is going to be whether I am alone or with some unlucky slash lucky. The fire hose is coming out, and uh, I I I'm sorry. I shouldn't even be talking like this, except for I have all this pent up sexual energy. If you see me on the street, stay away. Stay, <laughs> stand back t 20 to 30 feet uh, from my person because there's no telling. There's no telling what sort of... Today on the show, today is a, a guy that I have a huge admiration towards. Um, and we can shift right from my masturbations into Glenn Howerton, okay? This guy is fucking awesome. I, I'm a huge Sonny fan and have been since, I guess, season two. What happened was, <clears throat> if I can go back to the origin stories of how we met, uh, one day on my, I was on MySpace, this is 2006, I think, um, and I get a message uh, from, from Glenn on MySpace, you know, hey, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, super into this album of yours, Elephant Eyelash, that had come out in 2005. Uh, I'm super into this album, blah, blah, blah. I, I have this TV show called on FX called Always Sunny. You know, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And uh, I had never heard of the show at the time. But 
I went over across the hall where I was living across the hall from my sister in an apartment building. And I said, hey, hey, Beck, you know, have you have you heard of this show? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. She said, oh, my God. And she had been watching. I, I think season two was just coming out or, or maybe it hadn't even been out yet. But uh, she she had just been watching it like crazy and was and uh, was I don't remember how she heard about it, but I think she was watching it on Hulu or something. And uh, she was like a huge fan already. So so she was freaking out. So I watched a couple episodes with her, uh, some first season stuff, and I don't remember which ones it was. And oh my God, I loved it. We then ended up watching everything that was out there within the next several days my sister and I and I messaged Glenn back and anyway then then we became we became acquaintances I can't say friends because we we only saw each other we only see each other every once in a while I want to think I'd like to say that we're friends could I would say that would he say that he might say that he might say that I hope I hope that that's true it's a good talk we had it's a good talk we had. We talk a little bit about Sonny, but we talk about a lot of other stuff uh, because he's a he's a well-rounded individual, um, you know. And Sonny is is of course a big thing for him, but it's not the only thing. Uh, he's a big music guy, big music head. So we talk a lot about music, um, and and uh, we're also both into just listen to it. Just listen to it. I don't. I, I'm gonna ruin it. I'm gonna. I'm, it's a fucking spoiler alert. Glenn Howard. 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 This, you should vote me. I leave power. Good. Thank you. Thank you. What about you, man? What's the, you, 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 I, like, I keep track of you as much as I can, but you have mass shit that you do, it seems like. Uh, yeah, I've just been, uh, I mean, obviously working on Sunny still, so we just yeah. finished, uh, we just finished season nine. Yes. Um, we finished shooting it, like, uh, we finished shooting it actually a couple months ago, and then, so now we're editing it. And, um, well, fuck shit. It actually comes out on, uh, Wednesday. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So okay. the first episode okay. airs on Wednesday. Tomorrow night, actually, we're having a, a big premiere party. Okay. We're screening an episode and, and, uh, I have like a fucking party at a club or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's to celebrate it. Yeah. So crazy how long. Nine seasons. Get, does that feel, does it feel that long or does it feel like. It does and it doesn't. I mean, we don't do that many episodes yeah. a season, so uh, especially now, like starting with I think season eight, we only started doing ten episode seasons. Yeah, just uh, basically so that we could because we 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 wanted to keep doing it, but we didn't want to. We were kind of burning. We didn't want to burn out on it. You didn't want that we to be the only ourselves. thing you could do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and we didn't want it to be the only thing we could do. So, yeah, um, so, everybody seems to be doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shit. So that's exactly that's. So we built in we built it into our contracts. So we would only do ten, but we would just keep doing it. Yeah. As long as they kind of wanted us to do it, um, that gives us pretty much. So we can do ten. We can, from writing to shooting to editing, we can kind of get it all done in like six and a half months. So okay, it's about five and a half months out of the year right. to do other other shit, Ibiza or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, yeah, no. So so uh, yeah, we're trying to trying to get out there and do other other shit now. You know? Cool. Um, yeah. So I did that movie Coffee Town, which, yes. is, which is out on uh, video on demand and like iTunes and shit like yeah. that. Um, and then, um, yeah, we're, we're developing other things too. But I mean, it's weird. Like, we, you know, I don't know how, how different it is in the music industry, but I mean, 
to put something out, like to get something actually on the air, whether it's on cable or anything, it just takes. There's so many steps that you have to go yeah. through. You gotta, you gotta have a, first of all, you gotta have a concept. You gotta have a script, and then you got it. Then, then, then the studio has to actually give you money for it. Right. Then you gotta shoot a pilot. Then you gotta edit the pilot. Then you gotta like figure out what the tone of the piece is, and then even then, the studio may look at it and say, "Nah, nah we're not, not really into it." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then even if they do pick it up, they pick it up for like seven. You do seven, they're like, "Nah, that didn't work. Nobody watched it." So you can go through two years of like developing something, right? And nobody will ever even see it. Music is well, at least nowadays, it's a lot less hoops. Right. You know, I think probably back in the and some people still deal with that major studio situation. I don't. That's yeah. not my world, so I I don't know. But as far as my world, you know, I can finish a project on my own or with, you know, right. other engineers, whatever, and, and musicians, and then pretty much just deal with, you know, whatever, manager and label, and then do, right. you know, it's not... How do you guess... So so let's just say I'm a dude at home yeah. making music yeah. on my computer, and I want to... Asking for a friend. What's that? You're asking for a friend. I'm just asking. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, like, can anybody just put their shit on iTunes? Uh, How does that work? How do you get your stuff on iTunes? Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly, to be honest. It's not, I mean, it, it's it's not like getting on a network. Right. It's not like that. But I mean, you have, do you have to pay a fee to get... Maybe. Maybe yeah. you do have to pay a fee. I'm yeah, just curious. For them to do... I mean, it's like, it's a distributor. I'm not, I'm not, too, I'm not getting involved. Yeah, no, oh, I, I'm just curious. More power to you if you, if you want to. I'm sure you'd be great. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But, uh... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's. I think you probably yeah pay a fee to have yeah. them distribute it. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. just curious. Yeah. I, and I, I don't want to get. Too, I know you you were reluctant to get too deep into you know or not to you said it like that, but you want to talk about other stuff other than yeah, just for like sure. I mean blah blah blah. Because I know I'm sure you have junkets and whatever the fuck Comic Con and what have <laughs> you know season six episode three when you were right whatever. I'm not trying to you know. I could. <laughs> I don't um, care. I mean, I can. I I, I can. I can, we can do both. We can do both. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to plug. Well, first of all, I mean because the new season's coming out, I definitely yeah. want to say that like. One of the good things about the fact that we only do 10 now, and the fact... Well, it was always this way, even when we were only doing 13, is that when you do less, the quality stays higher. Yeah. So, like, we, we've... Um, I mean, it's such a fun show to make. Like, yeah. we're still miraculously not hating each other. Like, we, you know... It, it's kind of... I thought about it, and I was actually like... You know, when a band is only together for 10 years, it doesn't seem like that long to right. a fan. Right. You know what I mean? A fan, right. Or, like, a band might be together for three or four years before their first album even drops, right? Yeah. So then the first album comes out, and then six years later, they're broken up. And you're like, what the hell, man? They only, yeah. they only did three albums, and they were all fucking amazing. Like, why did those guys break up? Right. You don't realize those guys have been together for 12 years. They've known each other since high school. Right. You know, they've been playing together for 12 years. They fucking hate each other. You right. Know? Which right. I get. I'm like, I, I, I can totally understand that. I mean, television shows don't stay together for longer than 10 years, generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, and I think by the end of those 10 years, most of the time, the cast hates each other, the writers hate each other, everybody's sick of it and wants to fucking move on. So those, yeah. those bands like the Rolling Stone, the Stones are going for like 40 plus years. It's like amazing. Yeah, it is. You it know? is. And I think they, I know they take breaks a, too. They but. take breaks. And I think they get into a, a rhythm with it. And, you know, by that time, it, I think it probably, for better or for worse, I think it becomes um, routine. Mm -hmm. You right. know? But I mean, you would like you're, you're somebody who likes to collaborate with a lot of different people, and I, I think do. The three of us are the same way. Like, yeah, the, like Charlie and I and Rob, we're all very, very different people. Like, yeah. we're, we're we work really well together. 
on Sunny, and I think we work well together on other things too. But we're, we have totally different personalities, yeah. completely different senses of humor, actually. And, Which is one um, of the things that makes Sunny so cool. Is I it, think so. It's yeah, diverse in that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, there's a, there's an interesting system of checks and balances. Yeah, uh, all, the three of us, our priorities are sort of in different places um, a lot of times, and and so you know, with a certain episode, like Rob might be getting totally hung up on the structure. And Charlie might be more concerned about making sure this shit is funny, right? You know? But sometimes Charlie will be doing some shit that's like super funny, but it's got doesn't have any doesn't make any to sense it. to yeah, work. it doesn't yeah, have yeah, enough yeah. structure. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying this isn't actually the case. I'm just yeah. making, you know as an example, uh, you know. And so each one of us are getting hung up on one certain aspect of it, and I think it makes for a well-rounded thing when it's when all is said and done. But all three of us are really eager to to venture out and and uh, work with other people. Yeah, and I think mostly so that we can continue to work together because we actually really like working together but I think you need those other outlets to yeah otherwise you're going to get a little stir crazy yeah yeah doing the same thing is has has there been tension I'm not trying look I know I, I don't I know you're going to have to be a bit a little bit <laughs> diplomatic because no I don't care I don't care we'll talk no we're the three of us are very very open yeah like, yeah we, and we, I think one of the reasons we've we've been able to keep it together so long is because we air it out. Like, yeah. you know, if, if something's bugging the shit out of me that Charlie's doing, like we, I'll sit him down and talk to him about it. You yeah. know, same thing with, the, they'll sit me down and say, yo, you, you, yeah, I went through a bad patch in season six for, for whatever reason, like, um, I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I just, I don't know. So I got hit with something, man. And I was just like, I, I felt trapped by the show. And, you know, we, while we were shooting, I just had a fucking terrible attitude while we were shooting. And couple weeks went by and eventually Rob kind of pulled me aside and was like, yo, you, you, you gotta, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of, you know, it's one thing when you're just an actor on a show, you, you can, you can definitely affect everyone's, you know, you can affect the energy in the room for sure. But when you're also everybody's boss, you know, and everybody's looking to you, not just me, but the three of us, but still me, you know, and, and I've got a shitty attitude. It brings everybody down. It brings the whole fucking vibe I can totally now. relate to that. I can totally relate yeah. to that. And so, if if I've got a major fault in this world, it's that I can be I can be kind of moody, mm-hmm. and uh, and I can I can, you know, bring everybody's energy down. But uh, so you know, we aired it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've definitely gotten in fights before, but they're never, they're very rarely, I should say, like we never yell at each other. Um, you know, because we'll, 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 we're, 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 we tend to stay pretty rational with it. Like, yeah. we're, we're, I don't know, I think maybe it would have been different if we'd gotten into this in our early 20s, but we started in our late 20s, maybe we're more mature. You cooled out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Sure, sure. Um, as an aside, I, 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 I detect, and, and this is true on the show too, a slight, a slight Philadelphia accent and I don't know if that's intentional did you ever try to do that <laughs> well well the three of us will all well I don't know about I, don't know, I know you're from you're from like what Alabama or Alabama. Shit? Yeah. yeah well there's there's some interesting similarities sometimes in the two accents but occasionally we'll hit like I'll just hit a Would word someone from Alabama say similarity 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 yeah, similarity you know, my parents yeah. are from Philly yeah, so I, I you know I have the ear for it yeah. it's, it's it'd be a slightly different like like if from somebody from Philly Philly would say similarity, somebody from Alabama would say similarity. It's similarity, like a little bit. See, more. I would say similarity. That's more like similarity, Midwest yeah. Southern. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, there's a, there's almost, I've almost noticed a little bit of a, a twang in yeah. your accent too. Sometimes I don't know what yeah. that's from. Is that just were you like from rural? It's to make me sound more interesting. <laughs> so you want something. You don't want to just be totally neutral. No, I, I think I you know I I grew up you know I. I 
it was only cool to be black, you know? Right, and, right, and, right. Uh, and I was one of the white kids, and, you know, you have to try to sort of fit in a little bit. And then it just kind of sticks, and then and then it morphs into something else. Right. So, right. That's what. That's all I can think of that it is. Well, when we first started doing the show, I know Danny was almost trying to do a little bit of a Philly accent. And we decided pretty early on that we weren't going to do it. Um, Rob's the only one who's from Philly. But, uh, but... Every once in a while, with specific words that I find funny, yeah, like you know, whenever we say the word Poconos, whenever, whenever yeah. we talk about the Poconos, we always hit Poconos, Poconos, <laughs> yeah, Poconos. that's like a, just because it's funny. Well, that, that's the accent that you guys would have is the folk Philly accent, yeah. which is yeah, yeah, like the working class accent, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, we would, we would, I mean, all of us, with the exception of maybe me, but Rob's character, Rob and Charlie's characters for sure should have stronger accents. Yeah, but right, you're, you you have this attempt to be something else anyway. Even he's if like you're kind not. of a mainline guy, so maybe he, yes, he kind of didn't have that. Is that in your mind? He's from the mainline. Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, that's that. That is the backstory. Okay, we grew okay. up rich. Like, yeah, I grew up yeah, rich yeah, yeah, from yeah, the mainline. Yeah. You know that uh, dad, even though you know Frank, Danny's character grew up poor and was from the streets. He, right. he raised us. He made a lot of money on the yeah. mainline, but. Um, but the thing about the Philly accent is, as you know, I guess, it's fucking weird. It yeah. sounds like a combination of, like, New York, Jersey, the South, Baltimore, and like Australia sometimes. Like, yeah. it's weird. It's a strange accent. So it I is. Think, Give me two whiz wick. It's going to be 17. Yeah, Baltimore. Very similar to Baltimore. Yeah, actually. yeah, similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if we did that accent, I think, like, if I... Because I'd never heard the Philly accent, really, until I went there. Yeah. And when I heard it, I was like, that's the weirdest accent I've ever heard. So I think people would, even if we did it well, I think it would sound fake. Well, if we're going to go uptown, take Broad Street North. If you want to go to Night, the Italian market, you make a right on Passion Avenue. Sometimes it sounds fake it's, to me. It's yeah, so it's a strange accent. Like, when you hear... When you when you watch The Wire, and you hear you you hear the, the local ball, you can tell right. who's local, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like the the there's like a guy that's like the on the fishing patrol or the boating patrol mm-hmm. with uh, McNulty, and yeah, it's it's yeah so bizarre. Yeah, when that's you, a strong because you don't see accent. that on TV normally. Like yeah. like very regional accents. You know, the, the Cincinnati accent actually is is very strong too. But like, could you do it? Can you do a Cincinnati accent? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something it would be like. You know, need go home. Get out! Get out of those bushes. <laughs> that sounds God like Philly. damn it! Yeah, like it's like Philly, but it's yeah. like it has more South in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a cross between a folk East Coast and a folk South. Like where I grew up um, in Montgomery, like people talk like this, you know. So it was like, you know. So even when I was in high school, like I kind of, I kind of sounded like this, but I didn't because I wasn't born and raised there. Yeah, like I, um, it went away pretty quickly. Like after I left, it sounds so weird me doing that. And I'm so sure you like, you, like you, you probably had this urge to not sound like that. Maybe uh, I don't know if I necessarily tried. I didn't try to make it go away, but I moved there when I was ten. So okay, uh, I, I probably didn't even have it. Like it wasn't ingrained. Yeah, you know? yeah, huh. Um, and when, when, when did you move out of there, out of Alabama? I left when I was 18. Okay. Yeah. To go to college? Yeah, to go to college. Yeah. I got, I was, I was gonna, I was trying to decide if I wanted to be an actor or not because, um, I was doing some acting in high school, but, uh, acting wasn't like my thing. It just, but I think looking back on it now, 
it was definitely the thing that I was best at of all the shit I was into. I was yeah. definitely like I was always pretty good at math. I always enjoyed math and 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 science. I don't know why. Kind of a math and science guy. Um, and I was I was good at it. And I was good at uh, you know I was good at sports. I was yeah. good at basketball. I was good at football. Uh, I was good at tennis. But like. F- like hands down the thing I was better at than all those things like in terms of there were always people playing football that were bigger and better than me for sure tennis way better than me basketball way better than me math science way smarter than me you know uh, but you were the man when it came to acting yeah I was I was kind of yeah but you never know if you're like a big fish in a small pond um it's actually my parents like encouraged me to really do it yeah I got a scholarship to the school in Miami and um, a full full ride, and they were like, "Hey, go give it a shot for for acting." They, for acting, okay. Yeah. They saw you had to like submit reels or something like that. I did. A, I did like a it was like a theater conference thing for high school kids. You okay. go and you audition for like twenty five schools at once. Okay, that was another thing too. Is I auditioned for like twenty five schools, as did all of us. Everybody because like thousands of people at this conference, and I literally got accepted by twenty four out of the twenty five colleges. Wow. And the one that I didn't get accepted by was an all-girls school. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so when that happened, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I've got something here. Like, yeah. Maybe I am like, maybe, maybe this is something I could actually pursue. And my parents were like, you know, they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're not going to pay for your school. So. Yeah. Have you, have you, uh, thought about it or have you done a decent amount of like, uh, serious like yeah, non comedic roles and stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, uh, a ton, in, a ton in college. Uh, yeah, I went, I went to school for two years there, and I went to four, for four years at Juilliard in New York. And uh, you know, so we're doing all kinds of sure. Shakespeare, Chekhov, sure. all the classics, and um, so yeah, I never, I never had any intention of of getting into comedy. I always liked comedy. Um, and again, in retrospect, looking back, I think I always did prefer comedy because it was always more fun to make people laugh than yeah, anything. it's more fun. I mean, yeah, that's what, yeah. I don't know. You just you that that you get that instant gratification. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's it, it really is kind of more of a uh, selfish thing, really. Yeah. Like, you know, just to get that instant feedback. Um, you know, and, and it's nice to, to to make people laugh. You give you giving them joy. You know. Yes. Uh, so I think I always leaned a little bit towards comedy, but it was never my intention to become like a comedic actor or, or a comedian or anything like that. Um, and actually I think that's something unique about all three of us. None of us did. Like, okay. we all started out in dramatic stuff. I mean, when I look back on, cause Rob had been writing screenplays for a couple of years before we started doing the, 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 the show and they were all these dark, twisted, like indie dramas. Okay. Like he hadn't written any comedy at all. And, uh. So yeah, it's it's kind of strange that we ended. Interesting. Up. That's that's really I, interesting. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I yeah. have to say this. We, you know, we did that one little scene together yeah. for that promo. Why promo video? Yeah. When was that? By the way, was that two thousand eight? Yeah, probably eight or nine. Yeah. So there was a certain thing that happened. You know, because I'm not in the acting world. I don't act with people. I do little skits like that every once in a while with my friends. Um, there, there. When you got in the scene. Um, there, it felt like, like even though it was just a stupid little fucking thing, right? I, I just, I was like, whoa, like that's weird. Because I don't, I don't flip, right. flip like you do. I, for me, it's like, okay, you're gonna act like you're doing this or whatever. I'm like, okay, and then like I try to do it and just try not to crack a smile. Yeah. But then like when when I when like when you came into the scene, I was like, oh, whoa, this dude is that <laughs> this dude is that dude that he's playing right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. by the way, Kwanzaa. You smell like a wet fucking cliff bar. Well, you smell like a big dry idiot. So. Oh yeah. Why don't you wash your fucking dude. toes? They're like covered in guacamole. I do wash my toes. Okay. Oh really? I cleanse them in a creek near my house. 
Okay, so jokes on you again. Use sir. a little soap and fucking you know suck on a I suck have, on a mint. Excuse me, sir. I make homemade soap. Okay? Your fucking breath smells like cheese and pickles, bro. Well, your breath smells like an idiot. It just was. I think that's yeah. some of that is some of that. Some of that is just uh, is just practice too. Like, yeah. Because I actually, I actually, my dream job is to do what you do. That's my dream. Okay. Job. okay. I, just, just to lay it all out. Is it grass is always greener, man? Well, I just, I just, um, it's not necessarily that that like you know the lifestyle or anything like that, but uh, but like my my great artistic passion outside of acting is music. I I, I love music. Like yeah. I, I listen to a ton of music. Yes. I, you know, I'm just into it. You're and, a huge, uh, you're a huge, I mean, that's how we met, essentially. Yeah, that's yeah. how we met. I went to yeah. the Yola Tango show. I don't even know if I told you this, but I went to, I went to the Yola Tango show, uh, that you opened for them. I think yep. it was, uh, is that the Henry Fonda? Yeah, it was at the Henry Fonda. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was at, at the Henry Fonda. And I literally, you guys played like one song. Yeah. I swear, I shit you not. The girl I was dating at the time, I, I, she was with me at the show and she was like, nah, whatever. <laughs> you know, and, and you guys played one song and I went, this is going to be my new favorite band. Yeah. And I just fucking knew it. It was crazy. Yeah. And then every song you played, and I remember the one that really, I was like, I was like, what? I've not, I'd never heard anything like it. It was, uh, uh, oh shit, see now I'm going to forget the name of the song. Uh, Waterfalls. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just so interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I love that. Like, I really like, I like what you guys do because you can't, you can't categorize it. Like, I don't know how to categorize your band. People, right. You know, I tell people about your band all the time and I tell people about why all the time. And, uh, you know, people are like, well, what, what do they sound like? I'm like, I, I don't know what to fucking tell you, man. It's yeah. Like, it's like hip hop, kind of, but it's also not, I don't know. I don't right. even know what to say, you know? And I like that. Like, I like music that where I, where I'm just completely thrown for a loop. Um, I mean, I remember a big seminal moment for me in my in my life was in high school. My, I was it was I was I just graduated actually from from high school. I was at a buddy of mine's house, and he was having a few people. He had like twenty people over to his house, and we were all like smoking weed and sitting on the couch. And uh, I was watching some dude playing video games, and there was like music on in the background. It was kind of loud, but there was like some album playing. I wasn't paying much attention to it. And, uh, all of a sudden, uh, uh, this song came on and I was like, and it, it just, and I was kind of stoned and it fucking just blew my mind, dude. And I got, what I, was it? Who okay. was it? So it was, it was Sonic Youth. Cause I, dude, I'm, I'm like that exact same yeah. way. Like I, like that's why I started making music is like, yeah. I, like, yeah, sometimes I'll hear something, I'll just start weeping, like, or whatever. Like, it really just, affects me. Yeah. Yeah, me it too. really, like, me it, too. you know, my wife, my wife is interesting because my wife is a dancer and, uh, and, and has been, so in some ways, like, has li but she, like, she, lo lo like, genuinely loves, like, the pop shit that comes on the radio. Yeah. You know, the kind of shit that I, that I, I tend to be a little bit contrarian about. Yeah. Like, even when I like it, I'm like, yeah, but it's too easy. Like, right. I almost want things to be more difficult in a weird way, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, I like challenging. La layers, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find this. Okay, so the song, okay, so Quest for the Cup. Okay. It's from, um, from um, uh, Experimental Jet Set. We'll play it, we'll play it right here. Okay. So this song came on, and it's super repetitive. Right, it's just like, just it just repeats over and over and over again. Again, I'm I'm kind of stoned, so I'm like, I thought I was like tripping my balls off. I, I was like, because all I'd ever heard at that point was like Stone Temple Pilots, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean, yeah, and like yeah. Pearl Jam, and fucking, you know, like Soundgarden. You know, it was like all the shit that was on the radio and like stuff that everybody was playing in their cars and like you know, fucking. I was in Alabama, so so it was a lot of country music, which I didn't like, but that was also because I hadn't found all the good country music either yeah. at that time. Um, 
And so I'd never heard anything like this. I'd never heard anything like it. And I remember I asked my boy, who his, his apartment was, I was like, yo, what, what is this? He told me what it was, and somehow in my stone brain, I memorized it, burned into my head, and I went out and bought it the next day. And literally, my musical life, like, split. I, I like... I realized that there was more stuff that was out there. I, I didn't really know that there was stuff that was out there that was good. Yeah. That wasn't being played on the radio. Up yeah. to that point, I guess I just thought that, like, well, if it's good, then it gets selected to be played on the radio. And, you know, and if it's bad, you don't ever hear it. Right, right. Because it's not good enough. Yeah. And uh, I, that's where I realized, like, wow, that's that's just totally wrong. There's a whole world of, quote, unquote, yeah. underground stuff to investigate. Yeah. yeah. For me, it, it was... Uh, I was 14, and my friend, you know, handed me uh, his headphones on his disc, man, and he said, you got to listen to this. We were at this, like, more or less like a sleepaway camp, like a religious thing, and uh, it was a Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders, that album. Yeah. And, uh, Great album. And I listened to the whole thing through, and I, I, that was it. I was yeah. just like, okay, I'm yeah. ready for the next thing. Like, this is it. Yeah. That was that, That's interesting that you bring that album up, because... Um, a big turning point for me that came before my big my big turning points in music actually now that I think about it, now that you bring that up were actually before in the world of hip hop before they were in the world of like uh, of, of like rock or yeah. whatever indie music yeah it was when I heard uh, Three Feet High and Rising by De La Soul yeah and I was like yo <laughs> yeah what is this like that album today is good I've had like, about you can throw that album on now. And it still sounds good. I've had about four people on my podcast say that exact same really? thing. Really? <laughs> that album? Yeah. That's, I mean, that shit changed Dude. everything. It was like, what was that? Yeah. No, what, like, what the fuck was that album? When that yeah. came out, like, there was not... I mean, there probably was, but I didn't know. I'd never heard anything like that at all. Yeah. Like, at that point. I'd never heard no, anything there wasn't, like there that. No, there wasn't anything like that. That yeah. was... I mean, you know, I what don't know. What are they talking about, dude? What? what are they talking about on that album? They're talking about animals... <laughs> And fucking cough drops and yeah, like daisies just, and like they're, 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 half the shit is inside jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and they're talking about their friends and being silly and, and you know talking about girls and and yeah, you know. And but they like, make up words, Jenny. Yeah. You know, and 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever the word for oh for pussy. <laughs> yeah, onions. Yeah. yeah oh so, yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah, but like, but yeah, I never. I, I mean, it was just like, and those kids, they were, they were like eighteen years old when they did yeah. that album. They, yeah, that's crazy literally, to me. they were eighteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that, that kind of shit blows my mind when I hear that. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like the fact that uh, you know, and to me again, you know, if you're from New York, maybe you knew more about that shit. But as, right. a, as this kid growing up in Alabama, that shit was underground for me as yeah, well. How old are you? Thirty four, thirty five. Right now, yeah, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm thirty four, and that that shit for me was like. That was underground to us. Yeah. Like, it, it really wasn't, I guess. But for us, that like there were like four white kids and four black kids in our high school that listened to yeah. that, that stuff. Same here. Yeah. Same here. And, and I didn't really hang out with those kids either, so yeah. I, I wasn't exposed to it. Like, there were people people who were kind of digging into that stuff, but I guess I I just wasn't hanging out with those folks, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, it took me a minute to get exposed to it. And then that was right before I moved to Miami. And then when I moved to Miami, all of a sudden, like, I literally didn't get my first CD player until 1994. I'm fucking dating the shit out of myself. Right, now. right. But, like, I didn't, so I didn't get my first CD player. I got my CD player, and I just started literally going to every single used CD player. I didn't have any money. And just digging through the bins. And just, just trying shit. And then getting on that, like, that, uh, what was it, B, uh, uh, BMG, the BMG, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like I that. worked that system like a yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I literally signed up under ten different names. Yeah, 
and I would get like the 10, like 12 CDs for the price of one deal. And then, like, as long as you're diligent about saying no, yeah. they won't send you the CD. I'm glad that you, you reaped the benefits Dude, of that. I worked it. Because everybody got ripped off no. in that. No, yeah. I stayed on top of good, it. And good. I got so much free music from yeah. that place. As much as I could. And a lot of it was trash. Did they let you try to listen and then send stuff back or no? Uh, I don't think so. As I recall... When you sign up, you get your big. That's when you get your big, like twelve for one. Thing. Right, and right. then they, then there's like a CD of the then month. the pain train comes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's they, they what they do is if you don't if you don't say no right. and send in the thing back, they'll send you a CD and then you owe money. Right, that's it. You're right, done. right, like, right, right. You, you got you know you pay for that. But so, you found a way around all that. Yeah. It, well, as long as you keep sending in the thing, and then every once in a while they'll be like, get five CDs for one. Yeah. Because right? they want to keep you on the hook. Yes, they don't want to. Do they got to keep. So I would do that every yeah. time. And then, so I essentially probably got like 50 CDs. What did you discover like that? Oh, that's a good question. What did I discover? Because what were they, they, they weren't holding like fucking Sonic Youth and Underground Gems and shit like that. No, you're right. You're right. You know what I did discover from that though was uh, Ween, chocolate and cheese. There you go. Yeah. So I got chocolate and cheese. That's been mentioned twice, uh, I think once or twice on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, that kind of, that kind of flipped flipped my fucking brain upside down um, that and and the one after that uh, The Mollusk okay it's like an yeah. amazing album yeah uh, like those guys are are, are are like I don't even get I don't even understand those guys I knew The Pod that's so, the one that I knew <laughs> that's like a Whippets album right isn't <laughs> yeah. it am I right I mean like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I think they'll say that I, it's I, insane yeah yeah, yeah, that one's t- that one's that one's like not as musically uh, listenable. Like chocolate and cheese, it was actually, for me. That was where I was at yeah, at the time. You at. Yeah, you know, because if you're doing the same drugs that they're doing when they're whatever, not that right. I was doing whippets really, but you know, smoking a lot of weed or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh my god, this is the weirdest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, it was it was it was like I remember the the bands that really changed it for me were Sonic Youth, Yola Tango, which is why I was at yeah. the show. Like, I think those guys are amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, those those two are the first ones that pop up that really like were, were influential in terms of like what I was looking similar for. styles too, same era like when they yeah. started at least. I mean, you know, Yola's branched into so many different things, yeah. and so is Sonic Youth. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But so- Sonic Youth, yeah, I would say I would say in terms of the their styles, like Yola Tango's definitely done had, has a wider range of like yeah the I types so. of music that they've played yeah. and put out on albums than, than Sonic Youth, but. Um, just that that dissonant guitar sound, like those guitar tunings, that those impossible guitar tunings, yeah. that, like Thurston Moore and Lee, Lee Ronaldo would uh, tune their guitars. Like you know, they have to get a new. They literally have like fifty guitars on stage. Yeah, they, everything know, has a different tune. Do you, do you play guitar or, do you, or a little bit? Yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah, I, I I played for a while, and um, I actually haven't played in a while. Yeah, I, it's it's almost like my music means almost so much more to me than acting or theater. Yeah. Or, that that I, I I almost can't touch it myself because I'm I'm more self conscious about it. Like I used to even not be able to, and I am, I'm actually a singer. Like I grew yeah. up singing, I did musical theater. Like I love singing, but it's really hard for me to do it because it's so it actually means too much to me. Like to do it, it I don't know if that makes sense. It makes me cry every time. I sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, so yeah. I mean, it, and also it's the kind of thing that like. You know, I don't know. You've you've developed such a career with what you do with acting and stuff. Like, to, if you were to switch over, it's like, yeah, yeah people would come to your show because they know your name. You know, and and 
Well, no, I, I always said, and I thought about. I thought. Oh, about I think this, it's. Actually. I think it's actually harder to to like switch totally. over to. No, that. if I if I were to ever do music, and I have thought about it, trust me, many times. Um, like, and I did. I did play in a band actually for a little while out here with my buddy Sam Whitwer, uh, who's also an actor, and he, he we had a band called the Crash Tones. And okay. Really, I just played with him. It was his band, all his music, and everything. But I wore a mask. So I always thought, like, if I were to do something, I would always wear a mask. Okay, okay. Because I wouldn't want people to know that it was yeah, me. And I wouldn't yeah. want to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want any sort of, like, preconceived notion coming into it, you know, because good or bad, and most of it's bad, like, for some fucking reason, you can make a transition from musician to actor, and people don't have a problem Exactly, with But the exactly. minute Johnny Depp gets on stage and tries to right. play in a band, everybody's like, oh, fuck you, dude. Right, or what's his name? Keanu and, Reeves. Like, yeah, Keanu, I mean, so many, so many people have tried it, and I can't think of one... Well, like Jennifer Lopez. Okay, J Lo, Drake. You know, like, but Drake. he was a ch- t- you know Justin Timberlake or whatever. But they're like, they're like, right, right, because he, he was in well, like no. Mickey Mouse Club or some shit like that. I mean, yeah, like, right, but that's right. different. If like the child actors or whatever, but, yeah. like an adult career. Yeah. There's there's very very fucking few. I mean, I can't think of one that's like. Well, you know, you know who's who's actually been somewhat successful at it, and I, I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of his music. Although I admit I, I don't know that much of it, but what I've heard, I think it fucking sucks. Is um, Jared Leto? Okay, if that's how you pronounce it, the Leto. Well, Leto, I know whatever. who he is. I didn't. I so mean, and like, I, I I guess I knew he was in a band. Maybe. Yeah, he's in that band, Sixty Seconds to Mars or Thirty okay. Seconds to okay. Mars, something like that. Anyway, they're. They're not like hugely popular, I don't think, but they're they're pretty. I mean, they were popular enough to where he quit acting and it does that full time. Okay. And, and oh oh oh, uh, you know, Coppola nephew, uh, Coconut Records. I don't know who that who. This shit's pretty cool. Uh, you know, he's in he's in all all Nicholas the. Nicholas Cage. Uh, no 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 no. Uh, younger younger. Uh, oh, oh Schwartzman. Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. Right 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. right right. But he was kind of—he was a drummer, though, right? He's a drummer, but but he actually has his own project called Coconut Records, which is his him singing and stuff it's like pretty that. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's all right. I don't know. Oh, so they had a couple hits. They had a couple like yeah, okay. yeah, run a radio. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just—I'm not. First of all, I'm not—I'm not good enough because I, I could—I could get. I could practice a little bit and and be like I play rhythm guitar and I can definitely sing. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's 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 it. I don't think I. I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll yeah. ever happen. But, but I mean, you know, t- talking about like those those big like sort of. I rarely ever have those moments where uh, where music will will like sort of, you know, really shift things for me. Where I'll where I'll go, you know, wow. I've ne- like where I have a like a strong reaction to something um, right and and uh, Elephant Eyelash was definitely one of those albums for me man wow thank you for saying that yeah for I, sure I, I appreciate you it saying really that. was it, it was like I I was like fucking screaming it from the mountaintops I was like dude really? you gotta fucking hear that you know and so I think other people and, and a lot of people I've introduced your music to like everybody everybody likes it I just don't know if every, if, if people have reacted as strongly in my crew as, as I did to it right but right. Th- then again like uh not as many people are as into music as You're, I am. Do you, I want to know, um, and and maybe for selfish reasons, that do, do you still ever get that from albums? Like at age thirty-seven. Yeah. No, that's a good question. It's hard. It gets harder and harder in a way. Yeah. Um, first of all, to even find the time to like listen to music, especially now because I've, I've you know I have a kid. Yeah. And uh, I have a two-year-old son. Congratulations, by Thanks, the way. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so you know, I have to like. 
it's it, it, it's just it's hard to find it. It's hard to find it. But then every once in a while, something will pop up, like like this band Alt J, which I think is amazing. Okay, you know? I need to uh, check them out. I've been dude. hearing about them. Yeah, they're incredible. Okay, they're just, it's just they, they they've got their own thing going on. There. Yeah, like it's it's very it's kind of very complicated, like very musical. It's the kind of thing that the more you listen to it, the better it gets, which which I always appreciate. But uh, it's rare that I listen to... I'll, I'll, I'll listen to a lot of things where I'm like, I really like this. And I'll yeah. listen to it for a while. But it's rare that something really kind of like... Where I'll actually get obsessed with something. And, and just listen to it constantly. You know? You, are you, you, you tend to like more like... Proggy stuff, would you say? Like, I know you like like Mike Patton stuff. A lot of his like... <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I say proggy, I don't mean yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever. I, I guess I mean like... I'm a little, Maybe we're a little bit proggy too, like just like a lot of changes and a you lot. You know what of, I will say? There's 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 a little bit of a common thread when I when I think about like your music and I think about Sonic Youth and I think about Faith No More yeah. and, and and a lot of Mike Patton's projects actually. The the common thread there is that there's weirdly like almost a hip hop ish beat. Okay. To a lot of that music. Yeah. Not always with Faith No More, but like he's got, I mean, he's, he's been hip hop since the beginning. I mean, he was fucking doing, you know, um, whatever their epic, you know, in yeah. 1989, combining rap with metal. And everybody in metal was like, no, fuck you guys. You can't right, fucking do right. that. And everybody fucking hated it. You will never understand it because it happens to The world was not ready for that band. They yeah. weren't ready for Faith No More. They were so, they were so weird. Uh, but like, <clears throat> so like there's a, and weirdly Sonic Youth for as like weird and dissonant and, and like guitar heavy as their music is, Steve Shelley, the drummer was always throwing down like hip hop beats. Okay. Drums. Like his beat. Are they is, pretty prominent in the, in the mixes yeah, too a little bit? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, uh, so may, there's something to that, but I don't know. I, I don't really, there's no. It doesn't seem to be much of a discernible pattern in terms of what I like. I just, I just like it when people are taking a risk. Yeah, you know, either, either they're taking a risk or they don't know how to not do what they do. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they, they think like that's what I love about like let's take a guy like Cool Keith. Yeah, yeah. In Cool Keith's mind, he's making the same shit Jay Z's doing. He can't fucking understand. Do you think, do you think that's the you know? No, I, I know that. Well, yeah. I do know him. Yeah. Uh, is it so? Is that true? <laughs> yeah, man. He thinks he's in the studio. Like he thinks that every album is going to be like yeah, as big as a Jay Z album, you know. And uh, and I mean, he said as much. Like in interviews, he's like, "I'm I don't know what everybody's talking about. Like I'm not. I'm the, the best. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, the, I'm the best. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? But meanwhile, it's like it's like how can you fucking do a song about a half shark alligator man right. and think that you're making the same shit that like right. But in his mind, he's just he's just doing what he thinks kicks ass. Yeah, he's like this fucking kicks ass, and this it does. Doing. It does, and it does. Yeah, in a different way than Jay Z does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, in, in some ways, like to to, to to bring it back to like our show. You know, we're we're only doing what we think is funny. Yeah. You know, and, and the hope is always that everybody's gonna think it's right. funny. But you know, we we decided very early on with the show that we were gonna not ever you know, and it wasn't like a it wasn't like a uh, a noble decision. It wasn't like a we're we're gonna stand by our by our convictions and our right. beliefs. It wasn't it wasn't coming from that place. 
it was just coming from a place of like, if we don't do what we think is funny and only what we think is funny, then we're not going to know if it's good or not. Right. I'm never going to really have a have a have a true gauge for like whether it's good or not. Even if everybody loves it, I'll be like, yeah, but I don't know if it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it. So the three of us, right from the beginning, we were like, let's just do what we think is funny. Yeah. That's it. And that's fucking it, dude. And we can have, like, theoretical conversations about, like, hey, do you think that, do you think people are going to get this? Are people going to understand this? Are people going to think it's funny? But what it all comes back down to is, like, do I think it's funny? Right. Do you think it's funny? Right. If we think it's funny, fuck it. Let's do it. And that's what we did from the very beginning. And that's why the show has been what it's been. And, and I'm happy to say that it has. Like, it's always been a cult show. But luckily, the cult has gotten bigger, bigger and, and bigger. bigger. But that's like the fact that it still is cult, and it had yeah. like people that watch Sunny, which are now a lot of fucking people, right? Really watch Sunny and really know every episode, and you know, right? Similar to our music, actually, like the, yeah. like that. Those kind of hardcore, our our audience just never grew. But you but, feel like <laughs> you're part of a, a, a club, you know? Yeah, like exactly. When you when you when you when you know that something is so fucking good and you're shouting from the mountaintops like yeah. this is the best shit out there and you and know, I, I think that intention sorry to interrupt no no that, that intention that you're that you're saying is something that I'm like working on really trying to I don't want to say get back to because I don't think I've I'm not I've not like tried to sell out or anything like that but um just that 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 innocence of like this is what is really good to me, and like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take yeah. it, take it like all the way to to where it can go in my mind, right? You know what I'm saying, and not worry about like will people follow me down that insane portal because it doesn't matter <laughs> because you're gonna die at some point, right? And like if you haven't done that, then what's the fucking point? Yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and it's tough too because I mean. You know, y- you could be making a lot more money. All of us could. I could be sure. making a lot more money if sure. I was on the Big Bang Theory. You right. know what I mean? Like, if I was doing 23 episodes of, you know, whatever the fuck they're doing over there, like, I could be making a shitload of money, and and, uh, and I don't it's, I don't have a fucking problem with that. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not the guy that's like, fuck money, man. I'm like, no, I want money. Like, I want yeah. a nice house. I want, I want all that shit, you know? And, and don't, you know, I'm, I'm doing fine, but, like... I guess what it comes down to is I don't know that I can do that. Um, I don't know that... You could. It would just suck your soul a little bit. Like, Yeah, I think so, man. I think so. Like, I could do it for a little while and I might just realize, like... And I think it happens, actually, to a lot of people. I think there, there are a lot of unhappy people that are making a shitload of money on TV shows. Right. And, and that's not to say that the people that are making those shows are trying to make, you know, drivel for the masses. I don't think that's true. I think, I think the people that write... You know, uh, big network sitcoms are trying the best that they can. They're just working, but they're working within parameters that they have to work within. Whereas you guys just did it. You just did whatever the fuck you wanted to do. Yeah. And somehow that network picked you up. And like, it's kind of a miracle. It's a miracle. And like, they, like, you have to hand it to them for seeing the potential in it. For sure. You know? For sure. We were so cheap. It was like a big experiment in the beginning. It really was. Yeah. And uh, somehow it, it, it paid off, man. Uh. <laughs> but, you know, I would, I would say that probably, and I don't know the Big Bang Theory. I've never seen that. But probably some of those actors on there would be looking at what you guys did and be like, fuck, they did it the right way. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, nothing against that kind know. of show. I don't know what that show is exactly. And nothing against network shows. 
because like I think there are some great where like 30, sure. 30 Rock is fucking hilarious yeah. and you know whatever there's plenty of parks and rec I mean, they're out like but I don't know just 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 the idea that you truly can say whatever the fuck you want to say yeah yeah no I, I think I think it's hard not to look at that and wish that you had that because even if you are on a giant hit show and even if it's a good show like um, and I'm, I'm like you I've, I've maybe only, I've really only ever seen like one episode of the Big Bang Theory so I'm, I'm not trying to diss the Big Bang Theory I'm yeah. just using that as an example of a yeah. big huge hit yeah. network show um, you know but because on a network you do have parameters you, you can't say certain things you know you have to watch what you say because you, you know you, you're beholden to too many people who are above you yes. who don't actually a lot of times give a shit about right. the quality of the product they, they just want they're looking at numbers all day long that's all they yep. fucking care about yep. is numbers now look I'm not even necessarily dissing those guys. They've got a place in the system and, and to, you know, look, those corporations are about making money. Right? Yeah. So if the Big Bang Theory makes money, fucking Big Bang Theory stays on the air. They don't give a shit if it's good. Right. You know what I mean? Because Arrested Development was great. Right. And it wasn't making enough money, so it got fucking canned. It's, it's just a fucking widget to sell. I mean, it's the bottom line. Kind of. like... Yeah. So, but, but it's hard not to, I, I think as an artist, as a writer, as a producer, as an actor, anybody, it'd be tough to, to not to look at a show where you kind of get to do whatever the hell you want and go, well, artistically speaking, I wish I could do that. Yeah. And, and the guys who are writing the Big Bang Theory would probably just be writing a different version of the Big Bang Theory. Right. With a few more curse words right. and weird twists. Yeah. Right. Because they still want to write the Big Bang Theory because yeah. that's a great show. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, but yeah, I, I can't imagine anybody likes you know, having to, to get studio and network no, networks right. from like 10 different parties before right. they can fucking put something on the air. You know, we barely have to get anything. I mean, we have to get the people over, the guys over at FX, they have to sign off on everything, but they let us do whatever the fuck we want. It's yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. So probably how you deal with FX is more, more, more in the line of how I deal with labels and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I imagine as opposed to probably some of the other stuff that you do, which yeah, is, it's like, I mean, you're, you know, we're, we're at Sean's house right now. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's, that's yes. your boy. This is Sean Coppola who runs Anticon, yeah. the label that I'm on. So he runs your label, but that's your boy, you yeah. know? And it's kind of like that at FX in a lot of ways. Those guys, those executives, like the, the, you know, all the guys with the big titles, the, the executives and the president of FX and the CEO of FX networks and all those, those guys are my, those guys are like friends of mine. Now. Yeah, I mean, we've known each other for almost ten years and yeah. <clears throat> worked together for that long. And you know, I, I I love those guys to death. You know, and they trust us. You know, we're not trying to fuck them, and we're not trying to right. get over on them or, or get something past them or anything. You know, we're right. just, we're just doing what we want to do, and they they support it. I mean, there are still parameters on FX. We have more parameters than say HBO or or somebody like that in terms of like what we can get away with. We can't say fuck. You know, really? You can't say fuck on FX. Okay, you can't, okay. Can't show my dick, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I think to some degree, sometimes those parameters actually force you to get a little bit more creative. For instance, uh, Rupert Murdoch, who runs all of Fox, mm-hmm. um, sent down a mandate, a company-wide mandate, that you cannot use the word retard or retarded. Any form of retard, right? Is it doesn't matter what the context is. You guys must have used that at we some did. point. Yeah. We used it back in season three. Okay, uh, but that I think he sent down that from the mountaintop. I don't know, maybe. Oh right, the, the episode that was about. Yeah, yeah, Sweetie's dating retarded. <laughs> yeah. So that was so. I, I think there was, there was no like retroactive action on on those episodes, but it was like moving forward. You cannot use the word retarded. Retarded. You know, 
maybe if you were talking about a retard in, in terms of music, a right. retard, sure, I guess, sure, you know sure, what I mean? Sure. Like maybe you could say retard, yeah. but you can't say retard. Right. All right. So, so, <laughs> you know, we had, we had this whole thing, uh, last season. I don't know if you saw it where, you know, I, I had, I was driving cereal in my car and I got hit by Frank. Okay. And, uh, and we did this whole trial in the bar and, and, uh, and, and, you know, Frank brings out this certificate from a psychiatric facility that he, that basically his mommy had them stamp it to say that he was not retarded. Right, right. So that all the kids would stop making fun of him because they used to call they all see all the kids used to call Frank like retarded Frankie or something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. in the original script. But then we were like, fuck, we can't say retard. So we were trying to come up. We were like, nothing is funnier than saying retarded or or something nothing's funnier is. than that. Something we, is. And so finally, we, we, we landed on Donkey Brain. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and and we, we landed on all the kids used to call him Frank Donkey Brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they had to st- stamp on his thing that Frank does not have, Frank Reynolds does not have the brain of a donkey. He's not a Donkey Brain. Yes, man. yes. And that ended up to me being almost funnier. It's because way so funnier. specific. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it rhymes, Frankie Donkey Brain. Yeah, Frankie Donkey Brain. Yeah. So sometimes those things, like, they, they end up helping you out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if, if it's that. And that's a, I don't know, I'm not PC whatsoever, but that's a, that's like a good word to not say maybe. I don't know if, if you're going to not say yes. words. Yes, I, I think, I think the point though, yes, I, I, I totally agree with you actually. And I think the point is, and the only time we would want to use it, and we're, we're big on this too, is it's not, if anything, you're, you're, you're showing, you know, these cruel kids used to call him yeah. retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kid, yeah. you know, and it's, so again, it's, it's, it's about like how you're condoning the word. You know, whether you're condoning the oh, word or not. Hey, Kitty. Cat's back. I didn't even know she was gone, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we, we, but yeah, I mean, we try to be, we do try to be careful of that. I mean, I remember us getting into a lot of discussions about that because originally the name of that episode in season three was uh, Sweet D's Dating a Retard. Okay. And we looked at that and we were like, we were like, you know what? I, it, it's a, it's a, it's a minor difference but we felt more comfortable calling him a retarded person. Okay, okay. Than a retard. Yes. Because, like, somebody... Well, it's would, not derogatory. Retarded person is not derogatory. Well, it's still it's less to derog- me. Well, it's less not, so. but it's not supposed to be derogatory. Right. Like, it's like... At least when we were growing up, that wasn't derogatory. No, no. I don't think they say that anymore. No. Right? I say mentally disabled. But and yeah. I understand why once once the word retard becomes derogatory, because yeah. people are like, retard, you fucking retard. Right. Like, you want to stop using it. Yeah. This is why I was confused by the whole midget thing. I was like, I don't, I don't recall ever being like, you know, my buddy is like, you know, like, hey man, can you get me a beer? And he drops the beer on the ground and the fucking glass breaks. And I'm like, right. you fucking midget. Like, what are you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. nobody's calling people midgets. So right, it's a derogatory right. thing. Maybe people were calling midgets, mid, like midgets in a derogatory I don't know. Way. I didn't know that was derogatory. That's derogatory. That's like, considered, midgets don't want to be called midgets. Midget, 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 little person. Midget, small, midget. Yeah, little person. Little yeah, person. yeah, yeah, little person. Yeah, midget. or dwarf. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Maybe you have always... to be a midget to, to, or a dwarf <laughs> to, to understand where that's coming from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think by and large, you have a, a good amount of freedom with it this yeah, it's nice. And, and I, mean, I, I don't know if you've run up against this too, but I mean, like, obviously, I, because you're not on a major, la- not, not on a major label, and, and I'm assuming you haven't sold, had like multi-platinum albums yet. Oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, so like, if you did, you, 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 the world would be, you'd be like, you could have fucking backup dancers on stage, sure. and you could have a light show, and you could have access, access to a full orchestra, like, the London Symphony could play right. behind you, you know? 
But like when you don't have that, you're forced. Let's say you come up with you, you've got a song that's got a whole horn section in it, but you're like, well, I can't really afford to get eight horn guys in the studio, so I'm gonna do it on. You got to get creative, right? Yeah, absolutely. You and now, I'm I'm gonna get back to that intention, is like like I said, because I feel like on the last album, um, I, I was. We, we would I, I spent a lot of money you know and, and it was like well let's bring in this person to play these horns this person you know I'm gonna get back to you know, not that I won't have other musicians in but just back to that idea of like do with what we have right you know because it it, it does I mean that's like talking about elephant eyelash and probably well, one of the things you like about it, it is it is my brother and I just going insane in, in a cabin you know like just like doing what we can with what's in there right you know and like there's something to that we need we need this this fucking reverberant sound like oh there's this stairwell at UC Berkeley that we can go record these vocals in you know like shit like that that's yeah. just like using the environment around yeah, yeah I don't no, know that's cool it's, I mean I, I think um, I mean even when you look at like say the first Star Wars movie versus the, all the new ones you know fuck yeah well when you've only got six million dollars to make a sci-fi movie you better. You got to concentrate the fuck out. You you got you, you got to put your focus on character yep. and story, because you can't afford these crazy special effects. So you better make sure it's good for other reasons. And then you realize, like, well, that's the only time anything's ever good. Yep. Is when the story, uh, you know, it's like when you look at, uh, you know, I heard somebody talking about this the other day. You know, like when you look at a movie, when you look at ET. You know, in a lot of those early Spielberg movies, those movies are good because they're never about like Jaws isn't about right a shark. There's stories stories with heart that happen to have this right. whatever thing. That, yeah, yeah, this thing that causes extra tension and peril yeah. within. But really, ET is about like a, a, a kid whose family is getting a divorce, right. going through a divorce. You know what I mean? That's what the movie's about. Yeah, and and that's why those movies you know stand the test of time sure like, uh, because they're they're always about something that's that's more relatable than just a, a shark that's attacking people in the ocean exactly and that's yeah. why a lot of those other monster movies don't work because they they go oh people like shark movies right. cool we'll do a we'll do a fucking alligator movie where right. alligators are attacking people and it's like no 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 you're missing the point like <laughs> though they may make money from it I yes mean, absolutely. it's not it's not like it won't sell no because people do want to see it but it's not going to be you know yeah. 20 years 30 years later people mm-hmm. aren't going to be going back to that yeah. you know well, yeah, I people want to see spectacle, of yeah. course, always. And, well, p- by the way, people go see Jaws, and they think what they want to see is a movie, and they'll leave, and they'll go, oh, fuck, that movie is crazy, like the right. shark and all this kind of stuff, and they'll be talking about that. But really, the reason why they really love the movie may not even be for reasons that they totally comprehend. Right. It's because of all that other stuff that, yeah. they re- that the movie really stays with you. Nowadays, these kids, they take out everything. Radar, sonar, electric toothbrushes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know, um, it's never because of the the, the most obvious, right. you know, surface. The, they, the, 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 the yeah, glit, the glitz and glamour, whatever, all that shit should just be icing on a, on a cake that's substantial. Is yeah. what you're saying? I yeah. think so, man. I, I, I agree. Think so. I agree. Yeah. Well, do you, should we should we change pace? Talk about food a little bit. You want, you want to talk about some food stuff? Let's talk about food stuff. So what's what's your uh, what's your philosophy? What do you? What, Fuck, are you vegetarian? Man. No. No. No, I was. I was vegan for many years. I'm on. I'm on a diet um, for gut issues called SCD, specific carbohydrate diet. So I don't eat um, <coughs> carbohydrates. What's basically. going on with your gut? I, I got Crohn's disease, so I you got like Crohn's. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, that's serious. It is serious. It is serious. Now I, I'm better than many. You know what I mean? With that that habit, um, but it's 
definitely wow. something that's been a struggle for me. Crohn's is a is a uh, that's like a chronic. It's a chronic. Progressive. Yeah. Like, it, can you get rid of Crohn's? Um, you know, you can go into remission. You know, is it auto autoimmune disorder? It is. Yeah, it is an autoimmune disorder. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this diet, the people that or, that orchestrated it or or invented it, have a philosophy that it's these carbohydrate, sugar, starch, you know, particles that feed this bad bacteria mm-hmm. that kill the good bacteria. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Balance in the gut, you know. Right. Good versus bad. The only carbohydrates I eat is like uh, fruits, vegetables, if you call those carbs. Oh, okay, okay. So you're not eating, you're not eating no, uh, starchy no, carbs. No starchy carbs. No, no grains at all. None. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, I just eat free-range, organic, whatever, the best kind of meat I can get. Yeah. I, I go to the farmer's market at home and right. get it from the farm. You know, and fr- fruits and vegetables. So you're okay. All right. Nuts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So some some dairy. Well, my wife and I. Well, everybody. My wife and my kid and I. We all have been eating and consuming raw dairy and food for okay. like years. Yeah. Uh, we get we get it um, through this place that's like a. You know, um, I guess it's what you do is you basically sign a thing saying. They're not. Se- they're technically they're not selling me the food. Right. I own the food, and I'm. And I think. I think the way it works is I. I join. I basically own the cows and okay. the goats okay. and the chickens that are giving me eggs and milk okay. and everything, and and I'm giving them a donation, uh, whenever they you know for for I'm paying for the upkeep of the farm and the, I see. the animals. So uh, there's like there's like back of the health food store shit that people do as well. Yeah, there, the, there's actually a company. There's actually a company that sells raw milk. Um, it, in in some grocery stores now. Okay, um, I'm forgetting the name of the company, but we can get it at this place called Rainbow Acres, and it's awesome. It's delicious. But okay, um, so we get. I mean, we get all kinds of stuff like cottage, like raw goat cottage cheese and cow cottage cheese and cow's milk, goat's milk, okay, goat cheese, you name it. Like yeah. all, anything dairy wise that you can possibly think of, we can get. You know, all the yogurts, all different kinds of yogurt, kefirs. You know, coconut kefir, just great, 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 awesome, like, healthy stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I swear there's, like, like, I definitely do raw, like, I can buy raw cheeses just at, yeah. like, Whole Foods in yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you can do that. I don't know, and I'm not sure why, I'm not sure why certain raw things are legal and certain uh, certain ones aren't. And I think you can get certified or something, but that's, so that, that's interesting. And I, I'm actually working with somebody right now. For, for certain intestinal issues too because I have I have like what a kind of slight case of, I have a slight case of psoriasis okay it's not that bad but I get it in my scalp and but I get that's also autoimmune also autoimmune yeah yeah so um, and is it you, it's related to the gut somehow yeah I mean supposedly from what I understand and I'm by no means an expert on all this stuff um but uh the, I mean mo- the, your immune system is centered in your gut yes from what I understand yeah so uh, if your digestion is off and your, you know, your your intestines are fucked up and your stomach's fucked up, um, it's going to mess with your immune system. Yes. So it's going to, you know, first of all, you know, probably with Crohn's disease, definitely with psoriasis and a lot of those other autoimmune disorders, the first component is the genetic component. Right. You know, you, right. you had it already yep. and then something flipped the switch and now you've got it. Right? I, I, I know what flipped. I got sick and I ate something weird or something happened in, in a Spanish, in Spain at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And I got, like, I thought it was food poisoning and it stayed with me for, like, a month. And then 
after that it was pretty much like, yeah and so it triggered it yeah 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 so i don't know what triggered my psoriasis i think maybe stress or something i don't know yeah it was, uh, it was probably something that would have been triggered eventually anyway um so that's kind of i mean and even before that i was kind of into just i, I just thought i i like that i i find looking for the best way to eat for myself i find it interesting it's kind of a hobby of mine so i've tried a bunch of different diets i was vegan for a little while also that did not fucking work for that me. didn't work for me either i was vegan for 10 years and and like just wasn't right a lot of, a lot of, a lot of supplementing that has to happen when you when you're yeah. vegan you know which i find which seems suspect. like weird like why should i have to like take these things because like yeah right this then this diet's not right it's not right I'm not, <laughs> yeah I'm, it's not po- it's not possible for me to get all of my nutrients from food so mm-hmm. from the foods that i'm eating so i must be doing something wrong right yeah uh, that's that's kind of how i feel about it but uh so now now what i did my dad did this uh did this blood test um where it's essentially like they test your blood to see what you genetically I've heard about this are are capable of of uh, what your body recognizes as food and what your body recognizes as a foreign substance and then yeah. certain things are just kind of neutral. And uh, my dad's been been basically eating on this diet for about a year and a half. He's 67, 68 years old. He lost twenty pounds. Oh wow! And he didn't do anything. What's 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 his diet geared towards? So it's not geared towards anything. That's the interesting thing about it. It's like you basically get a list of, of green foods that are foods that, that that's that's what your body assimilates very well. Yeah. That you're able to digest very well. And then you get a list of yellow foods that's kind of neutral, right? You may or may not have a reaction to it. You may be able to eat it and be fine. It Maybe if you eat a little bit of something, you're fine. You eat a little too much, you might have some kind of a reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got like a list of red foods, which is like Don't you know, your body sees this as a foreign substance. And it's pretty fucking random, dude. Yeah. It's like, it, it's not like, oh, you can't, dairy is not good for you. It's not like that. It's like, yo, you can eat mozzarella, but for some reason, Parmesan cheese is really bad for you. That's how the STD is. I, I can't eat, like, mozzarella, but I can eat cheddar. You know, like, yeah. It's that specific. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying this um, just to see if it affects my my psoriasis. Which, yeah. Uh, well, I've only been doing it for, so I've been doing it for four weeks. Okay. Um, and it hasn't, the only thing I will say is that my digestion is better. Um, not that I had that many like crazy digestion problems anyway, but like my digestion is better and I've lost, and I've lost like six or seven pounds. I lost five, actually lost four pounds the first week. Um, and it's not like I'm eating less. I'm eating the same. I'm like, I'm, I'm filling myself up every time I eat and I stay full all throughout the day. So if anything, I actually feel like maybe I'm eating more calories. I'm definitely eating more carbs. Because, like, before, if I wanted to trim up a little bit, because i got to take my shirt off on the show, you know, first thing carbs. that goes is, like, carbs and sugar. Like, yeah, i got to yeah, cut yeah. that down and, you know. Uh, but I Are eat you it. conscious of that on the show? You're like, okay, I don't want to yeah, look good. Yeah, see, this shit started to happen, like, when I was, like, 34, you know? Right. All of a sudden, I started to get that little tire, and you're like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is that? Oh, I, I, look, I, 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 I know about that. We yeah. all fight it, right? When did that start happening to you? Oh, I, I was a pretty, fat. I was a fat kid. kid. Oh, you're a fat kid. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. You talk about that in your music. So for me, I, yeah. So for me, I I trimmed up at a point, and then now, like, I would feel like my, I feel like my heyday was actually like last year or two years ago when I was just like starting on this diet and I was working out all the fucking time. Yeah. You know. So you were all. But it took so much work. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. when you get to this age, like it doesn't yeah. come easy. It sucks. It sucks, man. Yeah. It, it really like. I was like trim and fit no matter what the fuck I did. It didn't matter if I worked out. It, you know, if basically like if I ate well and worked out, 
it would just be kind of like a slightly better version right. of like I just the gods smiled on me for many years I yeah. must say like, yeah. you know, just genetically like whatever like I was just by the time I hit like I went through puberty I was like brrr, just yeah. rippled those Adonis jeans just, just fucking yeah. Adonis jeans dude <laughs> yeah. and uh I mean you know I, I don't know if I go that there are definitely people with better jeans Brad Pitt uh but like I didn't have to do much and I could eat you know fucking like probably when I was 30 years old I was eating a thousand calories a day more than I eat now and a lot of it was sugar yeah and I weighed less and had way less fat my body is achieving a perfect symmetry right now it's that long lean muscle I've worked so hard to achieve I should have popped my shirt off god damn it I really should have popped that shirt off I wonder if any women are watching from the sidelines now I eat I'm eating so much healthier than I ever have in my entire life I'm actually in better shape than I've ever been in my entire life and yet, I still can't get rid of this right. little tire right here. Same here. Fuck. I had Sucks. this. I had this thing where I wanted to have a six pack by the time I was thirty four. Then by the time I was thirty five, then you know now I'm like the actual the actual like ripples like something. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Give me something, Lord. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like I do okay up top, but down below, like, yeah, uh, it starts to fall apart. Right. It falls apart. <laughs> it drips. Drips. Drips, yeah. drips down. Oh, fuck. It's, 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 it's a mess, man. Um, yeah, but, you know, I also decided, I was like, you know, when I think about it, it's funny, I was talking to this dude, I, 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 uh, I was talking to this dude about, because I'm supposed to go play this character soon, I can't say what it is, because it's not official yet, but, like, I'm supposed to go play this character in this thing soon, where my character is a, is a physical trainer. Okay. And, uh, and I I was like, so, okay. (laughs) I was like, so what's the deal, like, am I gonna... have to get in like sick, sick, sick shape for this role, you know. And weirdly, I kind of wanted him to. I would yes. totally wanted yes. to do yes. it. Like, great, there's a reason. There's yeah. a reason. Like now, I have to do it. No yeah, more excuses. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to. Do it. I wanted him to say yes. And he goes, he goes, you know, no. He, he goes, it, it. He goes, he goes. First of all, abs aren't funny. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you're right. Like the only reason it's funny on my show is because I don't really have abs. It's like right. my character thinks he's way better looking. Right, than he is. right, right, you know right. I mean? like my but he has to be enough yeah. good looking. Yes. Yeah, that it's like believable yes. that he would think that, he that would he's think more that. good looking. Yeah, yeah. I know. What you're but saying. he's still like as his, you know, as I get a little bit bigger and fatter right. over the years. Like, and and by the way, Rob and Charlie are always encourage me. Like the, the, they really want me to get more out of shape. Like okay. that's what okay. they really. So that he's like. Right, yeah. so, but he still thinks, he's, yeah. yeah. He refuses to accept that he is not still what he looked like when he was 18. Right. Which is what, I mean, Rob went through that with the, yeah. the, the, game, the weight game. Well, that was, we were, he wanted us all to do that. Okay, okay. And we were like, no, I'm not putting my body through that, fuck that. It's yeah. not, whatever, I'm just not doing it. Um, but like, and I agree with him, it would be funnier if I would let myself go more, but... Um, you don't want to do that I'm to your body. I'm yeah. too vain. I'm too vain. And even just for your health, Well, man. yeah, yeah. And for my health, yeah. But but really, it's my vanity. <laughs> yeah. Because like, the thing is, is like, I wouldn't have to let it go that much. Right. I would, like, I wouldn't have to be that unhealthy. Right. I'd basically just work out a little less and not eat quite as well as I do. Yeah. And and it would all turn to shit pretty quickly because right. I'm 37. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I can't seem to do it. Like, I don't know. I can't seem to do it. But anyway, this... this uh, this guy said that, and I was like... Eh. So he said, don't, don't... He didn't well, want you to get ripped. He didn't want me to get ripped, and, and, and I thought about it, and I was like, you know, when I watch TV now, when I watch movies, there's almost too many guys that are all shredded up. Right. Right? Like, on TV and in movies and stuff. Like, now everybody does it. It yeah. used to be like, you know, when fucking Sting took his shirt off in, in, uh, in, in fucking... Uh, 
What was the movie? Dune. Okay. You know, I don't know if you remember. I don't I, remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, he look, he's like fucking shredded. And you're like, yo, it just looked weird. Like, it was, you hadn't seen that before. Right, you right. know what I mean? When Brad Pitt took his, sh- took his shit off in Fight Club, everybody was like, yo. Right, whoa, right, fuck. right. That dude is shredded, you know? But like, that wasn't... You're the type of guy, look. and I'm the, I, I said this as a lyric, I think... Uh, I said, I'm not gay, but I do like to know who's at the park playing frisbee with their shirts off. <laughs> it's like, you know, you, 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 you look. I, I look. I look. I totally I do. can't lie. And, like, I just want to know. I'm like, huh. Me too, okay. man. Okay. Right. Yeah, can yeah. I, can I, how can I? I said it. I said it. I said it. it, it I did Conan, and I talked about Brad Pitt taking his shirt off in Fight Club. And I, and I look at that interview now, and I'm like, I definitely came off as a little bit gay. In right, that right. Which I, I think was great, actually, by the way. Nothing I, wrong with that. No, I, I love yeah. it. I love it, but like I definitely notice that stuff, you know. But I, but if you ch- like, and I, and I, I, I find this stuff interesting too. It's not like, uh, you know, I'm weirdly like obsessed with it. I actually just find it interesting to look back and look at like the leading men over the years. And they get more bottom. and more ripped, yeah. 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 And now every fucking dude on television is ripped, yeah. And you're like, well, okay, it makes sense for Brad Pitt to be ripped in Fight Club because right. he's Ed Norton's idealization of what a masculine, sure. fucking awesome dude sure. should be. But like when 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 your character works at a fucking grocery store, right. even if you are the lead guy and you're supposed to be a good looking guy, there's not unless it, unless your character literally is a person who goes to the gym all right, the time. Right. Why the fuck he shouldn't you look that, that you way? Shouldn't look like that. Like when you if you go back to like old, like you look at guys in like World War Two and, and movies yeah, from like on, the fifties yeah. and sixties. Like they're they, they 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 look like me or like but they're like a little more buff than me yeah. but like they're they have a little bit paunchy. They might be bigger bit. because they were born born to sure. be somebody who's like six three. And, exactly, and exactly. But, but they're, they're not. Yeah, no, no they're not. They're not all. They're Why not can't all we? Up and shit. I mean, this is like women talking about. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe has had a little bit of fat on. She totally did. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, which is you know. No, so good for Christina Hendricks. You know what I mean? For Who's like Christina Mad- Hendricks. Uh, she's on Mad Men. Okay. Okay. You know, the, oh, the oh, she's head. the yes, 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 yeah. yes. Like good for her for being like you know what this is my this is my bottom. Yes, bottom, my bottom. This is my body. You and know, you know what? what like. But the only reason that she could get in that show is like the hot chick is because they were they were going on. 1960s well, that ideals sure. and now right. but once people saw her they were like oh hold up she is fucking hot yeah, yeah, yeah. she looks like a, a woman you know yeah, she's yeah. got curves and she, uh, so like you know I, I think uh, I, I and I, I think it's great that like yeah. you know so so part of me kind of like I fight against because I want to be like the super shredded rip guy because I, I you know like I don't know like I kind of like the personal challenge of trying to get there first I'm of all I'm the same way but, but at the same time there's part of me that's like you know what I it would actually. I feel like it would actually be better for me if I'm not. If I. If I. If, yeah. Stay in shape and everything. Stay healthy, but don't be. Don't become so obsessed with your fucking. Yeah. You know the fact that you used to not have a gut. That, right. That you lose sight of the fact that ninety percent of the characters that you play should not be going to the gym as much as you do. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. As yeah. as a, as an actor, as a Hollywood actor or whatever right. the fuck. Right. You're I obviously play a number of that culture is going to the gym, but you're not going to be playing Hollywood actors. In, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So. That makes total sense to me, but um, but, but so I, I mean this. I'll see what happens with this diet. But I mean, look, I I, I want you to I want you I'll to consider you on it too. Please what? do, please do follow up with me, and I also want you to consider. Um, I want you to look into the diet I'm talking about because it's 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 definitely meant for folks with psoriasis, any any autoimmune thing. Yeah, they use it even like uh, kids with autism. Well, here's what I'll say. Yeah, I did. Uh, 
I worked with a nutritionist and I actually cut out not only cut, this, this, this is crazy. This is crazy what I did. So I cut out sugar, uh, all carbs, like you said, like yep. all, all, all um, starchy carbs. Yeah. Like no, no, no grains, no carbs, yep. Yep. no bread, no, nothing, nothing with carbs in it. And no sugar, no fruit. Right. Uh, and no, and no dairy. Okay. Uh, and I did that just for just eight protein months. and vegetables, basically protein vegetables. And I was eating, I was eating a decent amount of fat. Yeah. You know, so like I was, so obviously I was getting a little bit of sugar, you know, carrots have fucking sugar in it. Beets sure. Sugar. Sure. Um, you know, coconuts got sugar in it, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like things that are generally associated to be sugary foods. So, and I did that for, um, for eight months for the same reason. Cause it, not because I was trying to get trimmed, but because yeah, I yeah. was trying to figure out the psoriasis thing. And, uh, it didn't work. Okay. It didn't work. Okay. Uh, I think, first of all, I think stress is a big part of it. For yes. <clears throat> so I think that's a, that's definitely a big, a big component. For me too. Is. I mean, I, I think that when I'm, when I'm in a good mind state and I mean, they, they affect each other, but when I'm feeling happy and satisfied with my life, you yeah. know, I, I, I tend to have good digestion, you know? Right. Um, and when I, you know, like, I don't know, you know, it's just, it's very easy for me to slip into the realms of worry and stress and all that stuff. And, yeah. You know, do you try to practice, because this is another thing that uh, cut, this, both nutritionists that I've worked with have said this to me and, and, and I'm not good about this, man, because like, you know, but they, they want you to, to kind of like get, get into that, you know, sympathetic, not get out of that parasympathetic state, which is the state of anxiety and stress and get into that sympathetic state, state which is the state of restfulness. Hmm. Um, do you know... I don't know what you're saying. Those two things. I'm not, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't. So there, there. I'm going to fuck this up, but I'm. That's all right. Go for it. That's anyway. all right. Yeah. So there, there. From what I understand, there's two different states that your that your body can be in. Your body can be in a parasympathetic state or a sympathetic state. The parasympathetic state. I hope I'm not getting them switched, but I think the parasympathetic state is the state of fight or flight, basically. Okay. And that's when you're 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 a little bit anxious. You're a little you, your anxiety, whatever. Like you're you're. You know your 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 adrenals are kind of firing. You know, sure. what I mean? so you're you're kind of you're you're wired up, and the sympathetic state is a state of like relaxation, restfulness, mindfulness, meditation. You know, like those are all getting you into a sympathetic state. Right. I hope I'm not getting the two switched, or it's the other way around. Uh, and you know, when you eat, it's very important for you to be in that restful, you know, meditative sort of calm place, and so. You know, both my nutritionists are like, dude, don't read anything. Don't watch TV. Don't just sit. Do a quick one-minute meditation. Yeah. Just just really focus on your food. Focus on chewing. Enjoy your food. Maybe that's why people pray. Could be. You ever think about that? I didn't know. I think that's more about, you know, like... Religion. Yeah, but... But, but they, I mean... Yeah, all, no. all that religion stuff goes back to pre-religion. Right. You know what I'm saying? People, you sit, you, you're, you're working all day, whatever. You sit down. You're like, okay... Let us be thankful. Now I'm gonna eat. Yeah, yeah. You have like a little moment of. That's, I never thought about I that. I don't know. I mean, I, look, there's I, something to that. No, I, because you're 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 kind of switching gears, right? You're exactly. Saying like, okay. Exactly. We've all come together. Thank you, Lord, for providing, and let's all you know, let's all fucking relax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there could be something to that, man. I think so. I do yoga almost like at home. I do it four times a week. Great man, you know. Um, yeah, I need to do that, and I, I, I want to start doing kung fu. I, 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 oh, yeah. I took a class, 
I, t- I have a friend, I can't name him because he was, he's not an official Sifu, but he, he was touring with us at one point, and he, he's done it for many years, um, and he taught me a bunch of stuff, and then, so I went to this one class. You can't say his name because you're not supposed to teach people unless you're at a certain level? Exactly. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha. You have to be ordained or whatever the fuck, otherwise he can get, like, kicked out of the... Whatever. Kung Fu Nation yeah <laughs> so but I loved it I loved I loved the stuff that's and, cool and just just that idea of what you're saying always remaining in that sympathetic state even if something is happening that should put me into fight or flight like you know somebody stepping to me and trying to fight me I'm calm about it right you know obviously that's an extreme no, example yeah no you'd have but to, yeah you know or I'm about to get on stage or I'm about to whatever like and just always remaining calm and yoga does help me with that a lot you know just knowing how to breathe knowing how to just like uh, you know it's been very good for me so yeah. I, I you know well I don't know about like as an artist you know there's this struggle right and I, I, I can only imagine that you've, you've thought about this too but like I think about this all the time right I want to be healthy I want to be happy I want to be um, content right but those things don't serve you well as an artist because, you know, especially as a writer, which, which you know... People I'm, want to hear your dark mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they, you know, it's, it's, you're more interesting to listen to if you're fucked up. Yeah. You know, if you're fucked up or if you... Then you've got some... You, you, you can... You know, most people are... I mean, let's face it. Like, most people are super into the kind of music, you know, the most interesting music when they're in their 20s. When they're at their most, like, emotionally unstable. Right, right. When they're... Right going through all their breakups and they fucking hate their parents and they don't have any money and they fucking da 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 Right, know. that's when you start listening. When, when both of us started listening, you yeah. know, same, same deal. Yeah, we were teens, you're, you're 20s. Junior yeah. high school. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, so as an artist, like, it's got to be tough. It, it's got to be tough, you know, when you're a rapper from the fucking streets and you've made four multi-platinum albums. Yeah. You still talk about slinging drugs and you're like, what are you I don't talking really, about, dude? I don't really do this anymore. You don't do that shit yeah. anymore. What are you yeah. going to talk so, so then, So then you got to sing about fucking... That's when you go to, you know, singing about champagne and bitches. But that's... And that's become a new style that people... Right. People have accepted, which I, right. I, I haven't been able to accept that, you know. I, I mean, if it sounds good, I'll listen to it, but uh, not in the same way. You know what I'm saying? No, it's great. Like, I love listening to you sing about fucking, like, you know, following girls around. <laughs> you know, being obsessed with some chick. And, yeah. Like, you know, like that's real life, man. That's you real know, shit. like that's real life. I know, I know. See, what's gonna happen when you get married, man? You know, if you if you find that one and you you settle down, and you yeah. have a kid. Like, I mean, I guess I guess there's always something. To, it, 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 there's always struggle. If you look, there's if always you're always and, and and I feel like if if you if you're able to get into that sympathetic. Now I'm gonna start using. Now you might have used it wrong, and I'm using it way uh, wrong. Let's look it up. You you, you talk, and I'm gonna I'm so, gonna look it up. You know, if 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 I if I'm able to stay in that sympathetic state or or, or state of groundedness, I'll just yeah. call it groundedness. Yeah. Then, even if I'm you know have the on the surface the sort of most boring life, underneath that there there is always struggle. There is always, even if it's just internal you know what i mean and like i'm tr- because we're always working towards something right in our lives you know you you like we're never going to arrive at, at a state of bliss you know in our lifetimes i don't think well see but but that but and that's the that's the tough thing too is that you're you know you're um 
hopefully like that's what you're that's what I'm trying to reach for of is course that state of, of like course. bliss you know and, and that state of so once if you do if you do hit that like what are you gonna what are you gonna fucking sing about man you know yeah I mean well then you sing about that and then you make you know you, you Okay, no, okay, so, sorry, I did have it wrong. Oh, The shit. parasympathetic system is responsible for stimulation of rest and digest, or feed and breed, according okay. to... Okay. Okay, so I had it, so it was the opposite of what I said. Okay, so okay. parasympathetic state is the state of rest and relaxation. That's what you're looking state. for. You're looking for parasympathetic Looking people. for parasympathetic Yes. Folks. Okay, well, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I, I just think that if, if, if you are staying, and it sounds so cliche, but staying true to yourself then no matter what state your life is in, there's always something interesting to say. Yeah. Because everything is fucking weird. Like, you know, we may have it in our minds that, like, oh, this is, like, you know, the the normal life or whatever, you know, and in, like, in the 50s, the Stepford Wives life or whatever. But, like, you know, then you investigate, and that's fucking weird. Right. And, like, you know, so that that's true for every kind of yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, eventually, like, maybe if, if you totally got all your shit together, you know, then then you become Willie Nelson. You just start singing about, like, shit that's going on in the world. You know, you just sing about... Like, that's true. That's you know, true. Fracking and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever else is, like, going on in the world that's driving you nuts. And, and I, I could stand to be more sympathetic, and I don't mean that in the way that that... that yeah. did, but just, you know, towards our empathetic, whatever, you know, and get into the different... Um, less self-obsessed. Less self-obsessed. Is, it, is a better way to put it. Excuse me. No, but I mean that's your. But like that is your. Like but you your whole a, shit is self-obsessed, dog. But your 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 ability to look at yourself and examine yourself and your willingness to fucking put that out there in your music is a relationship with the external. Well, and it's all. But it's also no. It absolutely is. Yeah. It absolutely is because. Because that is ultimately what people can relate to, right? Yeah. Like, people are looking for those connections and those bonds. Like, oh, I mean, that's what you get from something like that. If you listen to that and you go, I feel like somebody finally understands me. Right. You know, that's why that music. I mean, that's why that's why Eminem was such a phenomenon, too, in the beginning. He was like... He was raw. He was raw, dude. Yeah. You're like, well, this guy's rapping about what a piece of shit he is. Like, yeah. every other rapper is, like, rapping about how awesome they are, how much yeah. money they have. And he's rapping about what a piece of shit he is, how horrible his life is, how fucked up his relationships are, yeah. you know, what, what a horrible drug addict he is. Like, it was amazing. You're yeah. Like, this, this were you, amazing. were you into Eminem? Uh, you know, it's weird. I, I, it, it, I didn't get into it in a way where it was like, it spoke to me on a deep level. Uh, because I, I can't relate. I'm so not that fucked up. Right. You know? But 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 that's not to say that, like... I mean, yeah, fucking... I was into Faith No More. It's not like I was into whatever the fuck Mike Patton was singing about at the time. But... So I, I liked it and I appreciated it. And I like his music. But it, it didn't... It wasn't like... It wasn't the soundtrack to my life. Right. If, sure. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, it wasn't... I used to run to that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great for that, you know? Uh, uh, and, I, and I think he's insanely talented. Yes. And obviously, yes. like, insanely smart. Um... But yeah, it, it didn't like affect me personally on a deep level. But yeah, I think he's like amazing, mm -hmm. amazing. I was blown away the, when I when I first heard his first album after that yeah. single, that fucking stupid Slim Shady song came out. And I was like, Ooh, who's this fucking guy? White yeah. rapper? Okay, interesting. Let's check yeah. it out. You know, I, I I first heard him on like take you know because I, I was up at uh, you, you have you heard of this band called Atmosphere? It's like a yeah, it's, I've it's heard like of a rap that. group. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, we were up. Uh, 
uh, staying at, at that guy's house like in nine ninety eight or ninety seven maybe uh, probably ninety eight and uh, he had this tape of of Eminem that was ended up being like some songs from the first EP or something. He gave that to us and and uh, like wow oh guy. shit so it was an underground guy to us yeah you know so and that then, my reaction to that would have been different and then and several months say, later he blew it. up. But like I, I, I hate to admit it, like I tend to. You know, it's, he's not as appealing because he's mainstreaming me. I try not to be that guy. Yeah, I really try. I really try hard yeah. not to be that guy. But I find it interesting that sometimes, like I'll I'll be into a musician and then, you know, I'll find out which song was their single. Yeah, you know, that was like their their like they're supposed to be their breakout song or like the song that they were like okay this is our most commercial song and it's almost always my least favorite song okay wow like by by total accident huh. but then but then I have to admit like I know for a fact that there are probably bands that if they didn't get any attention or radio play I would probably be more into it okay so like who like who's an example of that of somebody that you think is interesting that you hear on the radio uh, get back to me on that. Yeah, because I because I, I I know that there have been times where I feel like I'd probably like this person more if they if they weren't on the radio. Yeah, and and I don't like that about myself, by the way. I admit that that's I'm, not. I'm okay with it. I won't necessarily investigate somebody, but like I'll hear a song, um, and I can appreciate it on the radio, and I'll hope it comes back on the radio. But I'm not going to go out and like yeah. look for Kirko Bangs or whatever in the fucking you know. <laughs> Yeah, Amoeba yeah. or something. But well, like, like, but there, there, but I'll I'll say that there are examples of like extremely popular bands and musicians where they have like huge worldwide success, and I fucking love them. Yeah, like for instance, like Pink Floyd, one of my yeah. all time favorite. Oh, bands. I'm a huge Floyd guy. Or I was in high school at least. I yeah. mean, I don't really listen to them now, but yeah, I would like. I mean, yeah. we we. We used to watch The Wall, the movie. Oh yeah! Every like every weekend at my buddy Yuri's house, like get all stony. We would get all stony and watch The Wall, and that was what we were doing that that night. Yeah, um, yeah. amazing man, amazing. But I love that band. I, I really like the Kings of Leon. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've liked them for a long time. I'm less familiar with their stuff. I mean, they're pretty great, man. Yeah, they're pretty fucking great. I should yeah. check them out. They're pretty great. Um, I, I saw like a, I started to watch a documentary about them and I fell asleep. But um, yeah. not to say it was not a good documentary, yeah. but um, and yeah, it looked interesting. They're yeah. interesting guys, man. Um, they're from, are they Alabama? No, they're from uh, they're from uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. Yeah, they're from Tennessee. But you know, so, and there, there's a few examples like that 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 I can kind of look at and go, okay, all right, I'm not, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not total, totally against it if it's if yeah. it's popular. But there aren't that many, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there aren't that many. I have to say. Cool. Well, anything else that we missed? I don't think so, man. That that about covers it for me, man. Awesome. This has been Glenn Howardin signing off. <laughs> Goodbye, people. you glenn this episode was produced and edited by ben sloan and myself the wandering wolf podcast at gmail.com at yoni wolf on twitter and elsewhere if you know of a podcast network that might want to pick me up you know this is the 25th show and uh, i haven't really been looking around for a network i've just been doing it on my own and with my manager helping me put them up on the internet uh but uh yeah i'd love a network 
get it out there a little more to the people. I love doing it. I'm not stopping. I got some great guests coming up. Thank you for listening. Any comments, concerns, let me know. I'll be over here keeping myself away from myself until next Tuesday. And until next Wednesday, keep keep wandering. That's a different story. Something like that.